All right. Welcome back to another episode of The World According to Us. Once again, we're joined by my sister, Jennifer. Um, and we're going to do our follow-up to third thoughts on the Uvalde mass shooting with our fourth thoughts today. Um, Jennifer, welcome back to The World According to Us. How are you? Hello, everyone. <clears throat> I'm as fine as I could be considering the situations that are ongoing. All right. Yeah, I know it's a, a very difficult subject to discuss, but uh, the latest news on the mass shooting is that they've released a video of what we already were hearing when the first day of the shooting, when it occurred, how law enforcement was on the scene and failed to act in a timely manner to save uh, the children who were massacred, as well as those two teachers. Now, I was unaware until this recent uh, news report that apparently, and I don't know if you know this, there were almost 400 law enforcement officers that responded. No, I did not know that. And that's ridiculous. So this is an even more monumental blunder, which makes me think on some might call it a conspiracy theory and I don't really care because what if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quack like a duck, I'm going to call it a duck. If you have 400 or almost 400 law enforcement officers respond for one shooter, so you have to assume they, they're all swatted up, they've got the bulletproof vest, some of them have those bulletproof ballistic shields, You've got assault weapons. You've got rifles. They have military-grade equipment with them. Why? And they make their way into the school. They're there on scene, and nobody seems to know who's in charge. Why would it take even more than a minute for somebody to say, damn it, we don't care who says who's in charge here. If you know that somebody has reported that children are being gunned down in the school, why are you not acting right away? Why aren't you breaching right away? You know what I mean? It's it makes just, no sense. Unless they intended for it to happen. It's just so mind-boggling. And that's exactly how it looked. As if you just as you just said, they actually meant it to happen that way and um caused the confusion and the delays, nonsensical delays, which I just still can't uh totally digest because it's so out ridiculously outrageous. I, I I I can't make any type of reason of any sort to to even have anything to do with such a thing as to listen to little children getting gunned down. Yeah. Um there are reports that in the hallway as part of the video that was released and some of the body camera footage that was released or newly released that there were officers there who were saying what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And that is the right question. Nobody at that point should have said, we don't know. We're waiting for somebody to tell us to go in there and save children. These are the very, this is why I'm, I'm saying when we tie this into other police involved shootings of civilians, whether they're armed or unarmed, most of the time, if not all, every time when the officers have somebody who's unarmed and they gun them down, what's the first thing they like to say? They face safety they feared for their lives and their safety and the lives of their fellow officers 
And so they murdered somebody who didn't have any means of shooting them back. You have in a situation clearly a person who has the ability to take lives, just like you do. You have all the weaponry, all the protection you need, and the numbers. Because this is why I, I think, honestly, in addition to all the news that we're com having come out now, if they're not all fired and charged, there's something extremely wrong and more sinister at play. Because it can only make sense in that this is, again, what I supposed earlier, which is this is a problem, reaction, solution, psychological warfare. This was allowed to happen so that you could use it as a means of disarming the public and saying how horrible the scourge of guns is and look at the, the, the particular gun that was used by this uh, clearly disturbed, if not evil, outright uh, mass shooter. Now, when we look at... The other students that were able to get out of back windows, I don't know how exactly how long that took for the officers to get back around the school, but you would think 376 officers in the building for one lone gunman. They don't have no snipers. You don't have anybody that can actually go there and see where he is or even just breach the, 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 the classroom right away. Because you already knew, they said that he had already gunned down several people from when he initially entered the school. So if you're there 19 minutes later and you're waiting over an hour, that means you allowed all those children to be killed over an hour. So he, he did his job and then you took him out because now there's nobody to question, right? And you have all the families of these poor innocent children hopping mad. And not only that, they said the the uh, acting sheriff or police chief there, or Arredondo, that he's been placed on administrative leave. How convenient. <laughs> Not fired. He's still getting paid. And every single law enforcement officer who was on scene is still getting paid. Nobody's been charged. Nobody's been disciplined as far as we know. Everybody's now pointing the finger at each other. This is incredible. That, that right there is... Um... Like certainly pouring the salt on the wound, you know what I mean? Like you let my my children die, and then you didn't even penalize the actual officers who did in fact ignore the horrors that were going on. I don't even understand how they. I don't understand how they could even live with themselves. I would be plagued with the memories of those children's voices. I mean, especially when you consider that uh, one of the parents, she was saying, I don't even understand what, what are we doing now? What are we waiting for now? Because you think about the amount of time that has passed from the day of the shooting up yeah. to the release of this body cam and security clams from inside the school, which yeah. is the first thing I said the day of. I was like, wait a minute. They have video footage of this and they're not releasing it? That clearly points to the fact that there was massive, massive, massive failures on their part to, to act and react in a proper and a timely fashion, which can only mean, in my opinion, that, I, and I don't know what else to say. I don't want to hear the excuse, the traditional standby. They were ill-trained. All that resource, all that money that is constantly funneled into their system, year in and year out, like clockwork, that the actual public, the taxpayers, are paying. And you mean to tell me for one single person, you guys don't know what to do? 
it's ridiculous. I, it, I, I mean, it, it, it should have been all of them. All of them should have been, you know what I mean? I, I mean, but just uh, let, let's really try to slow it down and get there and, and, and just analyze the idea. Whenever we see, even for a traffic stop, 10, 12 squad cars show up for one person That's, or two people. Yeah. Yeah. The overwhelming show of force. You had one person here with <laughs> 30 times that amount in response. 400, 376 people, they say. Yeah. And law enforcement is on scene for this one guy. Ridiculous. 307. You know what that looks like in terms of officer manpower? Yeah. All of them armed to the teeth? Like a, like a, like a totally, you know. It's like a, it's a little mini army you have there. For this one gunman, and you waited an hour and 17 minutes or hour and 19 minutes to before you decided, oh, yeah, I think we can go in there and kill him now. What? No. I I, I cannot imagine. I just can't. I can't even imagine the, the willingness to sacrifice so many innocent people like that. But look, but then we now, let's, let's dive another layer lower and let's look at the cultural and ethnic makeup yeah. of yeah. that school. Yeah. That more than anything will probably speak to the, the truth of the matter. They were Latino children. Almost all of them look like from what I can see from the pictures. Yes. And so, and the shooter himself is, is from the community. Yes. So most of law enforcement, and I'm sure they have some Latino law enforcement members in that, that part of uh, uh, Texas, close to the Mexican border. I'm sure that predominantly most of those law enforcement officers that responded were Caucasians. Wow. And so if they don't act when they know they should, then there has to be a hint of bias and prejudice there too in the response. Because you notice, this guy, even after that, if he... We don't even know, did he or was he even offered a chance to surrender like the other mass shooters, the Caucasian young 18-year-old mass shooters? That's a good point. That's a very he just good said, He's You've done your work. For, thank you. Taking out your own people. Now we got to take you out. The other shooters, Buffalo and the other, where's the other one? It was Vegas. I don't remember. There's been so many of them, but Exactly. The other shootings, and it's such a shame to have to say that, but the other shootings, they take them alive. So what else can it be? If it's staring you in the face, that's exactly what it must be. I like how, you know, the, they try to downplay that and say, oh, it's not about race. It's not about, then what is it about when we can constantly see these different contrasts? Exactly. Blatantly. Blatantly in your face, blatantly. And that's the first thing I I was saying from the very much get-go, because I was like, you know, see, as soon as I found out it was Latino, I said, okay, now I understand. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sorry, I, I, cannot, I cannot possibly in any way or means or any type of anything of the sort to imagine that same scenario being with white people. I just can't imagine. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's, it's not. I'm not saying it's not possible. It hasn't happened before, but their response had been much more direct and much quicker when it was a school of predominantly Caucasian children that had a mass shooting. And furthermore, like you said, they let the uh, assailant survive. Yes. 
So then, I mean, if you've been letting everybody survive, then when it becomes something different than your norm, that one doesn't get to survive. Like, what are you, what, what are you saying? Like, what are you doing? Like I said, I think that these are these are direct messages to every community that is watching from a distance or even up close and personal. And for the family members who are calling for accountability, that is to me right now, that has to be the main focal point of media, of the politicians, of any officials that are there. Every single one of those law enforcement officers that failed to act, that was on scene and could have done something. You must turn in your badge. You should be charged. Yes. I don't think they're going to charge them, of course, because, you know, they never hold themselves accountable for practically for anything. I mean, they have to be, you know, it, it's an extraordinary case and circumstance whenever any charges are brought against them. But this is a clearful negligent and willfully negligent act. Exactly. Not act. There's no other option. What do you, because to me, it's like, um, if in a moment like that, the whole purpose of why they say, oh, we need law enforcement, protecting the community, protecting the people. If your job is not to do that, then why are we funding you? See, now the calls have to come even louder to defund the police. They don't need those huge budgets. They're not, able to, they're not able to do anything when they have them. And so if that's the case, oh, and this is another thing. I'm glad that this, not to say that I'm glad to this, but another parallel news story had another attempted uh, mass shooting at a mall just the other day. And I think three people were killed and two others were wounded. The gunman apparently stayed in the bathroom for over an hour preparing himself with, um, again, you know, pistols and rifles, had supposedly 100 rounds of ammunition on him. Oh, my God. When he went out and started shooting in the food court, another civilian who happened to be concealed carrying, and legally so, shot and killed this uh, another would-be mass shooter. And the law enforcement in that scenario finally said what everybody who is a law-abiding, Second Amendment uh, supporting citizen would say, which is he acted and saved lives because he was armed. You see? No, no waiting around to see if he, uh, how many people this person is going to shoot before you take them out. When you see that you're in the protection of, of your life and other people's lives, every citizen should have that right to exercise it now, whether you choose to do that or not, it's up to you individually. But this is why we cannot strip the right to self-defense from the actual American citizenry. It makes no sense. Law enforcement clearly has no legal obligation to protect and serve, even though they swear oaths, which is just some basic fraternity BS that they just go through the motions of saying. Exactly. Exactly. And then you have the criminals who don't follow the law who will always get illegal guns or ghost guns or whatever, whatever the new term is they, they're calling it. Um, so untraceable, I guess is what they said. So all of that. And then you have the law-abiding citizen who wants to believe that just let the police or law enforcement handle it. I don't need to be armed with anything to protect myself in the crosshairs. It's ridiculous. I think that it should have always been the original purpose of the police to go after the very much known and possibly unknown outlaws that, like you said, are funneling illegal guns on the streets 
and uh, other magazines and other gun paraphernalia like that. That's what it is. If they really wanted to have a war on guns, those are the guns that should be their top goal. The guns. Yeah, it, it, it sounds it sounds simple, but I, I'm sure it's, it's so much more nuanced to it than that because while I'm sure they do have these gun task force, you know, there's always corruption. There's always uh, money to be made and more uh, likely than not, whenever you ban something, you make it outlawed, you create a black market that it's inevitably going to feed exactly a, 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 a demand for that. And then you look at the places where it's happening, where the strictest gun control laws are, have the most shootings. That's why I said what I said, that they should yeah. be getting after those um, the criminals. No, but they're going to go after the, the easy targets, you know, the, the regular people, the ones who are paying their bills, who's going to work every day, who wants to defend themselves. Yeah. They're going to go after us and say, no, 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 no. You see, you you are easy to control because you like to do what you're told, you see? So we're yeah. going to have an easier time targeting you. That's That seems to be the M.O. Whenever we look at how the reaction to situations like these these shootings go about whenever it comes to the conversation about gun control and gun reform. I agree. This I whole agree. thing about, I'm sorry, this whole thing about sensible gun ownership and we're not trying to take the guns from the people, but then you make laws to end run around it speaks to a different agenda altogether. A lot of these politicians are disingenuous and they know that most of the citizens, if we are not able to defend ourselves against a tyrannical government, against criminals, we are sitting ducks. It's true. It's true. So, I hope that there's accountability in this situation, like severe. I, I mean, I, I, would, I would hope that all the families are personally, they get the names of each one of the officers who was on scene and sue them individually and collectively. Yeah. That, that's a good idea, but I, I was going to say that there have been some uh, uh, families that have been suing individually, but yes, that's a very good point. It, they should be able to do both uh, individually and as a group. Right. Class action, but you know what? I think I'm not sure, not 100% on this, but I think that they will always throw up the, you know, the cloak and shield of qualified immunity. So they can't be held accountable. And it's, that's what's the most fascinating thing. That should be gone. They need to, like, get rid of qualified immunity overnight because it makes no sense. No other job, if you mess up, are you not held accountable or do you not lose your job when you do something egregious? While you're entrusted with the responsibility to do your duties to the, you know, to the best of your ability, we can't say, "Oh well, they, you know, they didn't know or they didn't have the proper training." That is out the window. That excuse has been so overused to justify every time there's a failure of law enforcement to do the right thing or to be held accountable. But this it's the training. It's the training. Well, then, damn it, change your training. And you don't need the big budgets to do it because giving you more money shows how, how lax you are. It just allows them to live up high on the hog that we, the taxpayers, are paying for. And here's the other thing. When you sue them, 
it should be that they have to pay out of their own pensions and personal assets. Not because what ends up happening all the time is the township or the city or the county that is employing these officers, the taxpayers, the same ones who are the victims, end up paying the, the judgments yeah, for them. Ridiculous. That can't that should that's not be happening at all either. At all. That's no, that's ridiculous. That's blatant. That's blatant disrespect in the face of all the wrong that ha- has occurred. That's America. Ridiculous. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't even know what to say in that regards with regards to how America has transformed itself into some flim-flam, not even uh, genuine type of cover-up idea. I think... of, of... Go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. That's it. No, no, no. Go ahead. What you're, what you're thinking. No, no, I said, that's what I said. I don't know how they can um, get away with some flim-flam version of the original sense of what it was to be in a person. Like, it's so watered down. I shudder to think what the people of the past would think of what's going on in the present. I'm sure they're rolling over in their graves with exactly. disgust and disbelief exactly. that so many of them who died with valor... Exactly who stood for what the, the morale and the, the, the values of the, uh, what America should ultimately stand for, not just in the text you know, written down in terms of the Constitution, but in the actual application of it and, and practicality for everyone. All the people who sacrificed and who made strides and fought and died and had a legacy of pushing for the changes that we would benefit from have to now be so sick and looking at today's generations, ours included, and say, yes, this is what we have allowed to happen because of systemic, ingrained institutional uh, policies that don't hold people accountable, don't have a high standard of uh, character, integrity, and, and action that should be followed. So when you relax those kind of, uh, you know, those standards, this is what you get. Yes. You know what I mean? Trash. Yep. Trash service. Yep. The fam I mean the families, I feel so so much anger for them. Exactly. And and then the thing about it, and then when they give these town hall meetings and they tell the families to come, they want you to vent, it almost becomes like a a self-feeding frenzy because the news media coverage is always skewed and edited to where I don't care what they talk about, their deadlines. I believe that they should be airing an entirety, each person who is given the floor, whether it's their one or two minutes to say what they want to say to the city council or the authorities who are in charge there. Um, they always cut to one or two people. And even in their moments of, of and it's edited to the point where you, you don't even get the full sense of the grief and the frustration yeah. and the, and the resentment, the people, you know, so it has to be, you must remain calm. You know, um, be respectful to us as we we know we messed up. We know people are dead. We know your loved ones are dead. But, you know, don't don't come up here with an attitude because, you know, you're you're in public. You've got to, you know, have some proper decorum. It's like damn decorum right at this point. Exactly. Because if it's your family, there's nobody who's going to be able to calm you down and tell you what to say or how to feel in response to something that is that never should have happened in the first place. 
Exactly. When you have all of that manpower, all of that weaponry, all of that protection, I don't get and I don't understand why it doesn't make any other sense other than you wanted that to happen. You allowed it to happen. And you have no morals because what in the world is that? Like yeah. both charges are like, you know, setting yourself up for divine punishment because of that's just flat out wickedness. Oh, they get oh, they're gonna get that. Them cyclical judgments are coming. You see how the planet is heating up. Mm-hmm. They're talking about these record heat waves and oh yes. Mm-hmm. The way that the, the climate and everything is going, they think that that's not connected to anything about how people are, are acting and being treated on this planet. Wow. They have another thing coming. Wow. You can't have all of this evil and this wickedness and not think that the planet is not going to be reflective of that. Of course. Of course. Exactly. You're like, oh, it's so hot. I want to go get in the pool. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to have no pool. There's not going to be any peace. You know what I mean? The AC, the, the I mean, everything is connected. So people thinking that these are these little pockets, these isolated incidents, what they're showing you is this is a blueprint for something that's going to come to your town soon. Exactly. If something is not done about this, and I mean immediately in a dramatic fashion where heads are rolling, there is high accountability. What you're saying is this is allowed. And it's going to be allowed to come and spread like a cancer throughout the country until other neighborhoods make a decision like we're not going to tolerate this. The thing of it is that I'm sorry to say, but more and more these decades, it's like basically seeing a pre-forecast of what was talked about in the Bible for the end of times. So like they're, they're they're purposely trying to speed up the demise of the planet. I don't know if it's on purpose necessarily in a in a all-encompassing sense of it. I know that there's certainly some people who are probably on that level of, of wickedness and evil and want to see the world burn and want to see the end of, of days. But I don't know necessarily that we're, or maybe we are in that time period. Maybe that is what's exactly happening. I have to think so because the 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 rapid rate of, you know, the climate change and, and its effects, they're like, like they're just basically showing you, yes, look what you did you're, and what you're still doing right now. Yeah. I'm sorry, but remember, we, we were from the 80s and they used to show us all those um, end of days, apocalyptic movies and so forth. And we'll be in behold, like. They life still- imitating art, art imitating life. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, oh my goodness. And when will they like learn? Like there should not be any um I should say opposition to anything that has to do with the well being of the environment. But there is. Yeah. There because of money. Exactly. And it's like it's not until exactly. people realize that you can't eat money and you cannot use it for the natural resources that you need, that they'll get it. You know what I mean? I, the I, greed of some people is just so extraordinarily evil and deep. Exactly. They can't see it. Do you remember that time when we went to um Yankee Stadium and we watched that uh animated film The Lorax? Uh, I, I thought it was Wally. No, no, it was it was called The Lorax. And basically it had this character that was 
in charge of this weird forest that had some sort of unique trees. And he started a company where he was cutting the trees down and selling the lumber of the trees. Uh, basically, it's teaching the same way how logging works today and how they erode and destroy the Amazon, the rainforest, you know, woods, lands, and all that. And basically, it wasn't until the very last tree in his supply was ground in his mill. He had no more supply to sell anything. Yeah, you had a pile of money, but then it's like, now you have nothing else to do. You have nothing else to sell. And you've destroyed the, that environment. It's not coming back. Exactly. This is the lesson. This is the basic cartoon telling us. This is what we're doing every day. Exactly. So you have that tied into this sickness and this, uh, I don't know what to say about whether or not this is uh, legitimately uh, just a combination of a whole bunch of people who have some sort of mass psychosis or mental illness to go around shooting people because they're upset with their current condition in life or whoever they didn't turn out to be. But it's like, how is this not connected? How are the, how are all of these mass shootings not connected? What are we missing? You know what I mean? Because uh, every other day there's a shooting. Every other day, there's a mass shooting. I don't know if it may be even that, you know, perhaps in the past it had been suppressed, and um, nowadays, whatever, is that I, I just cannot imagine back in the day what happened with Uvalde that we would have ever seen any tape or anything like that that would have gotten covered up. But it's like now, the more and more the journalists are like, nope, we're going to do what we got to do to make sure the public is aware. Because, I mean, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I didn't expect to get any type of footage of that blunder, that horrific, and I don't even know if, in fact, it was a blunder if, or if, in fact, it may have been, like you say, a, a, you know, already planned, whatever the fabulous reasons that could be. But um, I, I figured that they would just cover up and like protect the police like they had done with other countries. <laughs> I don't think there was any way they could justify it because it wasn't like the security cameras in the school on the grounds inside and outside or the body cameras, all of them failed or, you know what I mean, or were shot out so that there was no footage. They knew that the community who had already been asking for it, they already knew. That's the first question you're going to ask. Wait a minute. What happened in there? Who who saw what? Did, did the school have cameras? How do we know who this person was so fast? How do we know what he looked like? Where was he going? How do we can follow the timeline? You had to have footage. And if you have footage, there's only so much time that you can sit on it or try to doctor it or try to put it in a narrative. They knew that the FOIA requests were coming. They knew there was going to be a lot of challenges. A lot of people saying you can't even there's no way you can justify holding it back. Exactly. The same the similar way, like, you know, you ever notice when there's a police involved shooting and they have body cam footage, if the footage were to show that the cops acted correctly and justifiably so, more often than not, what do they do? First thing they do is trot out the career criminal record, if a person has one or not, or background history of anything that they did wrong with their name, the victim I'm talking about, before anything else. And then they show the footage almost immediately. They see, we acted correctly. If it's not, they hold and fight legally to withhold the evidence, to withhold the video so that the public can't see it. 
because what they don't want is an incited and an, an inflamed and an angry uh, retaliatory citizenry now coming to the department, coming for their heads. You see? So it's always, let's delay, let's delay, let's delay, let it calm down, let people's emotions simmer down, and then we'll show it and give our, once we've gotten our story together, what happened. The same thing happened with Laquan McDonald. They sat on that footage for a year. That's what, exactly what I'm saying. A year blocking it because at the timing, it was like this, was like these, rash, these mass shootings and rapid succession, one after another. Unarmed young black male gets gunned down or killed by the police. And they say, well, there was footage or there wasn't footage, so we don't really know what narrative to believe. And then we don't want riots to jump off every other day, so let's not exactly. show them that footage. Exactly. Let's sit on it. Here you have with, you know, that community, there was no way they were going to be able to hold back that footage and that release. And now it only confirms and makes it even worse. Yeah. It's worse than what we suspected. Exactly. Because I only thought that they had a small, like, sheriff's department that maybe like five or six officers responded to the shooting. And then when they showed some footage, they showed them they did, in fact, take some gunfire initially and they retreated in the hallway. But I'm like, you had ballistic shields and you, you still had a, it's a numbers game. More of you could have gone in there, even with the bulletproof vest, or if they had maybe put some bulletproof helmets on. I don't know. I mean, it seems like some of these mass shooters do, you know, you've heard of them with the full body armor. Exactly. Go and do it. They're, they're nonsense. And it took three hours for the police to bring them down or whatever. Exactly. Why don't you guys have that when you have all that money and all that budgeting and all that military grade weaponry? Why don't you have that and it go in there and take this guy out in two seconds? It should have been. And that's exactly correct. It should have been. With all that money that was funded to them for all that training and equipment, that's exactly how it should have been. And I know that nationally and perhaps possibly, I hope internationally, they all had to just be like, oh my gosh, may we never be like these bums that, you know. Unfortunately, law enforcement across the world globally has a similar paradigm. That's and sad. in foreign countries, the corruption is probably even even more so. Oh yes, that's you know true. what I mean. They're they're even less accountable. And, and you have car, you have more cartels and and corporate powers and interests that are I'm sure controlling and telling their foot soldiers, aka the police, how to treat the citizens or or these situations. So I don't know. It's a horrible horrible reality, but. I say just in conclusion for this episode that if there is no accountability here, then God help us and, and help us all who will be in the next situation or something like this. And I would even dare say more so the police, because you would have to think that retribution would be coming their way. Exactly. Exactly. I do recall that time with that um, lunatic that was going around shooting police in their cars. When was that? That was a couple of years back. Yeah, there was um over there in New York actually. That's what was going on. This. Uh, uh, but wait, wait. Was that an officer, or was that just a civilian doing that? No, no, no that was a civilian that he was killing the officers. Oh, okay. Well, they were in their cars, so they. We're totally, you know, unaware what happened to them. You just snuck up behind them and shot them. Mm. 
Yes, that's 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 sinister and heinous too. But it is not 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 un, not totally un you know without being understood that's where some I'm, of that resentment comes from. That's what I'm saying. And like if they gotta they they gotta play their um their hand very you know uh, solemnly because not for nothing. My first reaction when I started seeing that video that video the video footage, I was like you know not for nothing if careful they can incite riots yeah well already the most sort of the at least from the few parents that i did see their reaction like i said earlier were calling she says i don't even know why they're still here i don't even know that they should be able to even walk down the street or no. show their face they should be out of town they yeah. should be turning in their badges turning yeah. in their guns and leave get out of here because and, what good are you and if they didn't turn in their badges they should have been fired why isn't that why isn't that the call immediately like right now like that call for action every major news network should be calling and asking that question why aren't any of these officers fired why aren't any of those officers who were involved who had positions of authority or who was on scene who should have had command and told them what to do or the ones who were telling people to hold back and not yeah. breach why are any of you not under fire and not being terminated right now Exactly, exactly. Because what do we? What else is there to investigate? <laughs> you know what I mean. The whole thing is now on uh, seen on video. So now, I think if they're internally doing it, maybe they have their their due process of well, let us go through the hearing and give them an offer to see. The problem I think also there is with police unions. Oh, Too yeah. much power in police unions to allow people like that to remain yeah. having jobs afterward, the fact, knowing that they royally screwed up. You know what I mean? So I think that top to bottom, there has to be accountability. If there can be no accountability, you're not going to have uh, police trust with the communities. Nobody's. I don't want to hear that crap about building bridges between the communities, yeah. regardless of the color of the community, when you can't trust them because they are not transparent. And when they are, they're not held accountable. Exactly. That's the problem. Accountability. That is the problem. And that has to stop. Like, the people, I don't know. You I notice everybody else is held accountable. If we screw up, there's no, oh, well, you know, yeah, this mitigating factor. Where he, you know, he had a hard childhood or whatever circumstance. He was under pressure. They still, you still got to pay. You're still going to jail. You know what I mean? You're still standing trial. Mm -hmm. There's no, well, let's talk about it and let's, you know, calm down and, you know, just promise that you'll do better next time. No. It, it's Steven, it's uh, almost as if they're trying to tempt those that would take advantage of such a setup where they have immunity and no type of consequence to your lack of, of lawful duties. It's, it's it's almost like a commercial. Hey, you want to get, you know, a job you can't get fired from no matter how much you blunder and or um, disregard your actual calling and purpose? Come here. Pass the test and get your badge and run amok. Like, what are you doing? I, yeah, I think that's exactly because... How else do you explain the cast of characters that we keep seeing over and That's over in these saying. in these particular roles? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what are you doing? And it's gotten to the point where it's blatant. It's like 
all but right in your face, like telling you exactly what the heck they're doing. And their audacity is out of control. I'm like, oh my goodness. And then if there's no consequences, where in the world do I expect it to go? Of course it's going to increase and increase and increase. It's ridiculous. Like I said, we're, we're, we're trapped between a rock and a hard place. That's what I'm saying. And, and, I, and clearly prayer, while it's powerful, it's not enough. You know, faith without works is dead. We need to have uh, action being applied. Yeah, that's so true. I think that's that has to be the, the first thing. That'll be the answer of the prayer that, in fact, just what you said, you know, that no, no more of this, this ridiculous foolishness. That they actually, you know, live up to exactly, you do something wrong, you have to pay the consequences. Yeah. There has to be consequences. I mean, how can you have a job where they're basically telling you, like, blowing out the red carpet for you, okay, run amok, and we'll cover it up for you, you know, make sure you get uh, paid while they put on their little monkey show or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let them yeah. their performance. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's so blatant in your face. Cover up, uh, not even conspiracy. What is the word? Corruption. It's outrageous. It's totally outrageous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Every time you turn on the news, you see some batch of police officers talking about how, oh, we didn't accomplish anything. But... uh, but You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. wow. If, if it wasn't, if it wasn't so serious, it would be like, yeah, because that's exactly what it seems like. It's a comedy of errors. We're all watching, and it's really, and just incredulous to look at it. But then again, you have to think. In the past few years, the things that we have seen when it comes to law, even the thing now with uh, uh, January 6th, which is be another episode yeah. that we'll have to jump into, uh, time permitting, but not in this particular episode, um, it's the same thing. We've been conditioned to see, you know, what we've been seeing and to just go along with it. So numb. Like, it doesn't make any difference. It's like, okay, that's what it is. I mean, I'm like, no, we should not be so willingly being allowed to get brainwashed by the, by the you know, the powers that be up there. Yeah. The people have to take the power back because they clearly... Are abusing it and not using it in the best interest of the people. Yes. And we shouldn't be funding, you know, this kind of uh, cowardice. I mean, seriously, this is actually worse, I think, than the the other shooting, um, where in Florida, where the uh, the police officers who did respond, or even the security, who were, or the school officers who were there on scene, ran away from the school. Yes. This is even worse. Yes. I think because you had. I don't know how many they had over there, but I don't know that they had almost 400 officers against one shooter. And and this kind of response is what you got. That's just insane. And uh, on that note, um, I just want to thank you for joining me once again to share your thoughts on this. Uh, I'm sure they're going to give us more updates as the days pass with what's going to happen following up in regards to accountability for whoever the uh, law officials were that were supposedly in charge or not acting in charge on the day of that shooting. Um, and then, you know, what else is going to be done, especially because 
it's not just on the law enforcement, right? The school itself, in closing, I'll say that, the school itself also bears a huge amount of responsibility because apparently they knew for months that they had the door situation that was unsecured, that would not lock, and they never put in an order to repair it That's or have it fixed or closed. In and of itself, to the corruption point that we were making before. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, on that note, <laughs> until next time, let us find out what, what else we'll uncover with this unfolding story and uh, see you where it goes from there. But we just got to stay prayed up and um, be safe, be vigilant, and definitely be looking to protect ourselves because we clearly know, once again, we cannot depend on law enforcement to do any of that for us, nor will they. Nope. I, I have to concur. It's true. We can't. All right, John. Till next time, thank you again, and thank you listeners for joining us on another episode of The World According to Us. This has been Steve Jabba and Jennifer Jabba. And uh, so next time, stay blessed and take care. Be well.